Welcome to Straight and Curly, a podcast for self-improvement junkies. I'm Kelly Exeter. And I'm Carly Jacobs. This is episode 140. Hello and welcome to Straight and Curly. How are you going today, Kel? Yeah, not too bad, actually, getting into the swing of being home with the kids all the time. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> um, I did have um, I had a little bit of a mental – I had, like, the first week that they were on holiday – well, not on holidays, the first week I had them home from school, um, I had two massive deadlines to hit that Friday. Oh. So it was, a bit, um, it was a bit crazy. They were – all 4 a.m. starts to kind of make sure I hit those. Um, that just those... makes me so sad. It's so cold oh. here at the moment, and I know it's not as cold where you are, but in my head you're like wearing fingerless gloves. And... <laughs> oh, no, it hasn't been that cold, but it's just been like I'm just finding it really – and I slept really badly that week as well, so it was kind of doubled the thing. So I think then the second week, which is last week, that the kids were home – I was so burnt out um, and I just could not get up in the morning. I was getting up at like six, which I know is early. But <laughs> so funny when you say that. Early, like- <laughs> that's like a sleep in for me. Um, it's very late for me to get up. Um, so, yeah, it was – I kind of just gave myself last week to um, to recover from the whole combination of having quite a lot of work on and – and the kids at home. Um, but yeah, I feel like we're getting into the swing of it now. Us three, we're figuring it out how it all works. So, cause they do like, I do have to work and they do have needs that need to be met. And now they need to be met for 24 hours instead of. <laughs> but also, cause like I, I'm totally green on school age children, but do they, are they still doing school at home or are they on holidays at the moment? Um, this week they are sort of on holidays in that the, they should be at school this week still. This should be the last week of school, but, um, All right. so officially the government has brought forward the school holidays to uh, start Okay. This so in week. Victoria, we're at the opposite of you. So our school yeah. holidays were ended, but began, I think a week or two before they were supposed to, and ours end next week. So the kids are going back to school, not not but to not. school, but <laughs> the announcement today was so confusing. It was like, oh, you're going back to school. And then, and also guys, sorry, we do need to reiterate that we are recording this a week in advance. So who the hell knows what's happening what, Yeah, next so just week, so you know, so. it's April the 7th today. So this is the situation on April the 7th Yeah, we, we just need to be. Yeah, because <laughs> our podcasts have never had to be this time sensitive before um, and usually recording because we record two episodes um, a week and then like when we're recording in seasons, we record two a week and then, you know, so we're an episode ahead but it, everything's just so up in the air at the moment. So our apologies if we have any facts incorrect. Do not use any of our facts yes. on the podcast at the moment because <laughs> cha- everything's just changing so quickly that we like this is going to be wrong tomorrow. So Yes, that's right. By the time you hear this, we may be in total lockdown. We may yeah. be all back out and oh, on social distancing. I God. don't think that's going to happen. No, but, wouldn't um, that be amazing? Yes, but also disturbing because um, I did notice today that Norway and Austria 
I think, or Denmark and Austria are starting to talk about relaxing social distancing. And I'm like, no, you can't. But then maybe do it because then you can be the experiment for Australia. But and then I was the like, but no. That, like with Scandinavian countries, they just do everything so well. So I'm sure that they just did lockdown better than us to begin with. And when they relax <laughs> the rules, it's going to be better than us. They're just like, just everything they do is so great. <laughs> just well, I just, I, I feel like, um, yeah, the Scandinavian countries, obviously Austria is different, but yeah. um. The Scandinavian countries, I feel like, yeah, whatever they do, they're good to see how they've done it. Yeah. Um, and if it works for them, it'll probably work for us. We're a little bit less um, compliant. Yes, I was going to go with <laughs> disciplined there, Kelly. Disciplined. We do have a real Australian, you can't tell me what to do kind of vibe uh, about us. But um, yes. yeah. We but will. having said that, I feel like we have been, I think like, because the rest of the world has been in front mm. of us in so far as feeling the effects of coronavirus, I think, because we have been very good. And as of today, April the 7th, yeah, things are looking really good. We've they are. really stopped the, like, that we've flattened the curve. Our, it's not the numbers, the daily numbers of new cases is, you know, around 100 for mm. the whole country, which yeah. is, crazy because if we had kept going on the path we were on two weeks ago we would have been at 30,000 now which yeah. is just is mind-boggling so our, our total cases is is kind of five and a half thousand at the moment which and is also, uh, amazing don't, I don't know if we mentioned this last week but the curve was flattening a week ago but I'm not sure if we mentioned it or not but I was kind of expecting a rebound I was kind of expecting maybe yes. a couple of days of it flattening and then it going back up again but it's just staying flat at the moment which is fantastic news and it's just really good because I know that 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 is literally happening because people are taking it really seriously and making sure that they are practicing social isolation and doing all the hard things like, yes. you know, not seeing grandparents and, you know, not having parties and not doing useless drop-ins to people's houses and just really, you know, following the rules really properly. So it's, um, yeah, so it's really, I'm, I'm really quite impressed. Yeah, good on you, Australia. Let's let's keep this going. We have got Easter this weekend, so um, oh, and the government yeah. has been very strong in their message that, like, let's not get complacent. Easter is this weekend. We've got to keep going with this. So, yes, good on Australia. Um, so yes, I have been because I've kind of been living and dying by the damn Corona statistics. Mm. Um, I feel quite good this week because we have Same. flattened our curve. Um, and I just I'm crossing my fingers that that. Yeah, our community transmission remains very low because it is very low at the moment, apparently. Um, so cross fingers in two weeks, we're not, re you know, reporting back going, ah. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm changed. hoping that when we're reporting back in two weeks, we will be proud of everyone's actions over the Easter long weekend rather than deeply, deeply embarrassed. Yes, that's right. Okay, so onwards with the episode for the week and um, first segment is recommendation of the week. Carl, your recommendation? So my recommendation of the week is Elton John's Rocket Hour. It's a I want to, it's not a podcast. It's like a radio show that he does and you can listen to it on, you know, anywhere where you listen to music. And, um, I'm really bad at music. I just keep listening to the same <laughs> stuff again and again. So, you know, if I say, I'm not going to say it because the <laughs> player will do it. But when I say, Hey, player name, 
play, it'll just do a random selection of music. It's generally always Cher and, um, you know, Taylor Swift and musical theatre, and it's just on repeat. But Elton John's show is so fantastic. The voice at the beginning goes, music you know, music you don't know, and music you should know. And it is exactly that. Exactly that. Oh, cool. It's everything it says it is. And I've discovered so many bands and awesome songs that I didn't know about. So if you're a bit of a music loser Mm. like I am and you want to find new music but you don't quite know how and it's just a mix of his music and popular music you've heard and cool cool people that he's discovered and he's lovely he has uh you know, new emerging artists on his show. And he's just, he's a beautiful human and it's a very excellent show. So if you're looking for something lovely to have on in the background, highly recommend Elton John's Rocket Hour. Ooh, that sounds like something that's perfect for me because I, I too suck at music and yeah. I just <laughs> like, I had the same Spotify playlist that I just play over and over again same. and it really, really needs new songs on <laughs> it. So I shall check that out. Um, my recommendation of the week is I'm back to my usual form of doing non-product based recommendations and doing more like um, preachy behavioral recommendations. It <laughs> <laughs> um, always makes you seem so much deeper than I am. I, these are the ones that always come unstuck. Is that was that the IKEA pegboard? Oh, you- possibly. It's another one of the IKEA pegboards, but it's just like it's only because I have just been living on Twitter and Facebook and just deep in I just can't I probably I think I talk about this at the end of the episode where I talk about um uh what's the segment we do at the end um kicked our ass I, this will come again and kicked our ass um but yeah I've been on Twitter and Facebook a lot and so this is something that's always kind of gotten to me but yet I've always examined my own behavior but and gone you've kind of done this yourself Kelly so you can't really have a crack at people but I've been really really good during the coronavirus epidemic so then that gives me the right to be a bit preachy. So here's my recommendation of the week. Please don't share something unless you've actually read it because I'm seeing a lot of people and even quite intelligent people um, who don't normally, who usually check things before they share, um, sharing something because, you know, the headline said something and then but then the actual article itself um wasn't supporting what the headline said or the article itself went on on a tangent or it wasn't fact-checked or I just think we've got to be really careful right now about sharing things that, you know, are bad information. Um, it seems like good information but are actually bad information. But even stupid things like the um, the, ch- the chief medical officer of Australia, like he tweeted on the weekend that he went for a walk and it was in the, the Yarra Ranges or something like that. Um, and some, and then in the very next tweet, he went, this is right by my house, by the way, just so that like, if anyone was like, you're not meant to be driving anywhere and going for walks, dude, like, and he but he said that in the very next tweet. Anyway, someone's just seen the first tweet and they've shared it and gone, oh, "Oh, this is a great message. Our chief medical officer's like driving Mm. out to the Yarra Ranges and going for a walk. Like he's not really meant to be doing that. He should get a fine. And everyone got onto the person and was like, dude, the very next tweet of his said, this is right next to my house. But the thing is, no one sees the responses if unless they click on the tweet yeah. to see further. So a lot of people would have gone, oh, my God, what an irresponsible chief medical officer we've got in yeah. Australia. And then shared because, it. Yeah, because that person thoughtlessly shared that without even trying to dig deeper. So I guess I just feel like – 
those people are doing a lot of damage to the people who are doing a really hard and good job at the moment. Um, there's also a lot of information about chloroquine or that, like, um, yeah, that malaria drug. Like, people are mindlessly sharing like positive things about that. But then, if you actually dig deeper, you find some not so great things about it. And it's just like, so I guess it's just, just a bit of a call to arms. Like, we all have the ability to positively influence um the the distribution of information and make sure that information that's being distributed is good information so before and and it's very easy and I've done it to just go oh that how good is that or how good is that headline that that headline sums up exactly how I think and just share the article assuming that the article supports that headline supports what the headline said yeah and and yeah I think it's just really important that we all take that extra step now and make sure the article actually really does support what the headline says before sharing even if the article does seem to be quite harmless I read uh I have absolutely no information on this whatsoever so I'm sure I'm going to get it wrong but one of our mates Kimber likes shared something on uh Facebook because Trump said that a particular medication, I have no idea what it was. I will try to find this post for you guys, but this particular medication, he's, he said something about it and then everyone shared it. And then some guy in America died from having yes, too much of it. Yes, it's that chlor, it's, it's exactly that it's one, the, the malaria thing. drug. Yeah. yeah and that's so right. And who- they got like vet- veterinarian grade of this, this drug. I can't say the name of it. I, it's too long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people actually died from self-administering that drug to themselves. Which yeah, but Kimbo Kimbo likes was saying that she has some sort of a um, a chronic illness of some kind that this is a, a medication that helps her manage it, and she's on several waiting lists. On um, oh. she, she shared this on her public page, by the way. So I, I, I'm assuming it's okay for me to share it here. Sorry, Kimbo, I will double check to make sure that that's okay. But it was a, <laughs> it was a, it's a cool story that I think well, not a cool story, but an interesting story that people should be made aware of. So she had trouble getting this drug because people had gone to pharmacies and just bought it. And so she's yeah. on waiting lists at all these different pharmacies trying to get this drug that she's been taking for a, a, an illness that she's had for years and years and is now on weird waiting lists and can't get it. And she just doesn't need that kind of nah. stress it's right now. It's just the unintended consequences of, like, of I just sharing We've got to be careful um, about the unintended consequences of our actions, particularly always. We should always be like mindful of that but I think particularly at the moment I mean you can't get I can't get Ventolin right now I only have exercise induced asthma so I can get away without Ventolin but it just means like exercise is a lot a little bit less fun for me but you know my nieces and nephews have like quite bad asthma and my sister's having to like put you know again she's on waiting lists at several pharmacies to get their bloody Ventolin and it's just it's because people were just buying it, thinking it would help if they got COVID nineteen, and I'm like, and 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 it doesn't. So and Ventolin expires really regularly. It's not a long term thing that you can keep in the cupboard. So no. by the time you, you contract it, you, you're not going to be able to use it anyway. Well, it's and, it, I, and yeah, and it just doesn't even help. So yeah, yeah it's true. a bit frustrating, but. Mm. Um, anyway, so that was a bit of a side rant. So, guys, um, but so now for something a little bit more fun, which is Carly's random thing of the week. 
So there's a thing that Ben and I are trying with Harriet at the moment, and we call this the Ben George effect. So he's a friend of ours. And years ago, before anyone in our friendship group had kids, he had this niece that was about Harriet's age wandering around. And you know how toddlers go and pick things up and they show it to you and they go, look, and then they go get something else and they go, look, and they show it to you. And so he quietly took her away for an hour or two and managed to teach her to hold up an item and instead of saying look he te- he taught her to say behold nah. So this kid was walking around with just like random items and just like kind of staring maniacally at the person that she was handing it to going, behold. Behold, I am an olden days baby. Exactly. So yeah, that's our, that's our current isolation project. We all let you know how it goes. At the moment, she's not, she's not a very good parrot. She's understanding a lot of words, but we, we try to get her because other kids her age, their parents go bus and the kid will go bus or, you know, the, you'll go, you know, shoes and the kid will go shoes. Harriet just doesn't seem to think that that's necessary. So <laughs> she doesn't, she she says words, but only when she really needs when to. When she wants to, not when, not just to parrot Exactly. Yeah. She's kind of like, yeah, no, I know that's a cup. Why are you, why are you pointing <laughs> at it and saying that's a cup? We think at the moment she's starting to say, hold this. She'll come up to you and go, hold this, hold this. So we think she's like, getting us to hold something but anyway watch this space we will have a weird child that walks around going behold by the end oh of that'd isolation. be epic you have to get that on instagram stories if that happens <laughs> that would be like we'll do a massive fist pump for you if it does <laughs> um cool so on to topic of the week for this week and um yes we are trying to keep this very pertinent and we desperately hope this is all still relevant when the show goes live um i do think we will all be in some kind of level of social isolation for a while though so hopefully it will um, and the topic of the week is to protecting is protecting your mental health when you're socially isolated. Um, obviously, this is going to be a, a very big thing. Everybody's everyone's situation is so different at the moment, and I, I've seen a lot of like parents going, "Wouldn't it be amazing not to have kids right now?" And <laughs> yeah. A lot of single people going, ah, uh, yeah, it's no picnic. Like I've been in my apartment, but I haven't spoken to my, haven't spoken to another human being for five days. Um, and then the partnered people are like, well, it's no picnic for us either. We live in a tiny apartment and we're both sitting at the same little table trying to work and have Zoom meetings. So everybody's situation is hard. Like I just don't think anybody's like breezing through this stay at home thing. With Lord a smile no. on their face, um, even not even the introverts, not even the introverts. Not even the introverts. <laughs> That's right. Like you know, it's not even the introverts are, are loving it. So, um, yeah. So we've both got five mental health tips for when you're socially isolated. And my and and as always, grain of salt. Like we, these are not uh, prescriptive. They're just suggestions, and mostly they're things that work for us, and we're hoping will work for you. So what I found, the first thing that I've done over the last kind of two and a half weeks and I'm, I am finding it works well is to work to a routine on the weekdays and then leave weekends to be a bit less routine or even completely routine free because then the weekends actually still feel like a weekend. Like I've seen a lot of people like going, what day is it? Does it even matter that it's Saturday? And I feel like going, yes, it matters that it's Saturday. It's the weekend. It's a, a non-work day in theory. Let's treat it like that. So 
with the kids, I've been yeah trying very hard to keep Monday to Friday as work days. And they're the days that I, I think I shared in the group, we've got a bit of a every two hours type routine. So I kind of our, my work day starts at nine and finishes at three and we work in two hour segments. So there's two hours, nine to 11, where they're on their iPads and they do whatever they want. And I've got two hours to just go, go, go. And then they've got two hours of screen free from 11 to one and we have lunch and you know I don't care what they're doing just as long as it doesn't involve a screen it usually involves them coming in asking me things because they're not on a screen and I just have to deal with that and try and get what I can done in that two hour slot and then from one till three is another like they're on the iPad but they have to do something different like they have to play a game like Minecraft as opposed to just watching YouTube um, and in that two-hour slot, I go, go, go. And that's like our routine part of our day, Monday to Friday. But on the weekends, we don't do that just to feel like Saturday and Sunday are a weekend. We've only been doing it for two and a bit weeks, but that has worked for us thus far. Yeah, no, we've done the exact same thing. We d- definitely differentiate between work days, uh, yeah, work days and weekends, but also we are working. So that makes yeah. it different. But, it, but even if you aren't working or, you know, have to work less or anything like that, even just creating some sort of a, um, you know, a structure just. Yeah, it doesn't have to be strict. Don't be scared by the word routine. But, yeah, just have a structured, have structured weekdays and non-structured weekends just to feel. I just feel like anything that gives you a feeling of vague normality. I agree. At this time is a good thing. But I think when every single, when all the days start to blur into each other, I think that uh, we tend to fall apart a little bit mentally. And I mean, that's the whole point of these tips is to just try and prop ourselves up and come out, see if we can come out the other side of this in as good shape as possible. Definitely. Um, My first tip is to get showered and dressed in comfortable clothes, wash your face, brush your teeth. Um, Also just like wear shoes is another one. So (laughs) I find that when I don't wear shoes, I don't concentrate as well. If I'm wearing (laughs) slippers or if I'm wearing socks, I just can't work as effectively. So I know this sounds crazy, particularly if you're the type of person who doesn't like wearing shoes in your house. Um, Have like a pair of house shoes that you only wear inside the house. But I I honestly, it it sounds nuts, but wearing shoes does a lot of excellent things for my concentration levels when I'm working at home. Yeah, I don't. I agree with you, and I don't know why. And I hate wearing shoes. Same. Um, but I do feel like wearing shoes means I'm more. I, I just do just do more normal things. Yeah, like I'm, I'm at within, work when I'm wearing shoes, and then yeah. at the end of the day, I take them off and I'm not yeah. at work anymore. I mean, look, Kelly and I have been working at home for a really long time, <laughs> so we sound batshit crazy, but trust us, like these little <laughs> routines and little physical signals that you have are just mm. things that make life. Like, for instance, I've got um, Bose noise-cancelling headphones, and when I put them on and I click the little thing and it goes boop-boop-boop and it tells me the battery level of my headphones, that's my signal to work and my brain just kicks in and I just start typing and it just all happens. I cannot start working until those headphones are on my head. Mm. Yeah, I, I do think exactly what you just said. It's all those subtle little cues and, again, because we have been working at home for so, such a long time, we do a lot of them without thinking and it will sound a little bit crazy, but just try them because, again, they just 
give a little bit of a sense of normality and balance to the day that you may not have even realized was missing and then you know and again everything's an experiment give it a go if it flat out doesn't work for you and you just like hate wearing shoes just don't do it um my second tip is to find a way to move your body every day um mainly because it helps disperse anxiety helps you sleep better each night um i know everybody not everyone is able to leave their home at the moment if you are please do leave your home to exercise. It it will be such a sanity saver for you. Um, Hopefully you don't have too many citizen policemen out there pointing fingers Mm. at you because you dared to leave your house. I know there's a lot of that going on at the moment. Um, A lot of people who are following rules are having fingers pointed at them. Um, But, yeah, if you can leave your house, do leave the house. If you can't leave the house, there's so many videos and heaps of things on YouTube that you can just load up for like, even if it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes is better than zero minutes. And it just, that little pop of dopamine that you'll get and a little pop of serotonin will, again, it'll be something that you don't kind of notice in so far. You're not going to sit there and go, oh, yep, there it is. Oh God, that feels good. But if you don't do it and then you don't do it for like two or three weeks in a row, you'll notice the lack of it um, at the end. So if please do move your body in some way. I know everybody was buying up home gyms and stuff um, before everything went into lockdown. So if you managed to get some stuff, great, use it. If you didn't manage to get some stuff, there's so much you can do with just like your phone and a video, a YouTube video and a tiny little bit of floor space. So hopefully we all have that at the very least. Yeah, definitely. Just to add to that, um, I put an Instagram story <clears throat> up today saying that I was in a really good place going to the gym before all of this happened and I fully was going to commit to it and I was going to do my Les Mills at home and do, you know, a proper workout every day. And I have not done a single workout (laughs) since this happened, (laughs) but I have been going for a 45 minute, very brisk walk every single day. And it's the bare minimum, but it's keeping me sane. So don't feel like it needs to be, if you want to do an at home exercise thing, absolutely do it, do whatever works for you, but don't feel like it needs to be a big deal. Even if it's just committing every single day to a half hour to 45 minute walk that is enough yeah and just do the whole make it so small you would feel silly not doing it thing that just set yourself a minimum of like literally two minutes or 10 minutes or whatever works for you but even two minutes you'll find the hardest part of of doing this is getting dressed like yeah. going to the effort of putting on like, you know, your workout gear and your shoes. I mean, please, and we're then, all just wearing yoga pants anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and, you know, having to shower afterwards. But, yeah, just commit to something super small because you'll find that once you start, you'll be like, well, I'm here and I've already done two minutes. I may as well keep going for 10. But certainly if you can leave your house and go for a walk, they will save you so much right now. Walk, walks, Walking is amazing from a mental health point of view at the best of times and these are not the best of times so if you have the ability to do that um definitely take take advantage of it my second tip is to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and i say this more for me than for anyone else (laughs) but it's a rough time for us all so feelings are heightened we're all pissing each other off i've muted two of my closest friends on facebook this week (laughs) because they shared stuff that upset me Uh, and i'm sure i've had people unfollow me for similar reasons so tread gently don't pick fights none of us are very strong right now be very careful about the things that you say on Facebook about 
certain rules, about certain regulations. A lot of them are quite confusing. A lot of people don't understand, which is fair enough because they are quite confusing and they do often require a little bit of explanation from, you know, our premiers and so forth. Uh, yeah, just, just try to tread very, very carefully with what you say and with people's feelings. And this comes from a place of, I'm much better this week, but last week I was so filled with rage. <laughs> last week we were very ragey. I was very ragey. I, I am a calmer. I am a different person this week, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> and I am now passing that wisdom on to our listeners. <laughs> Take a deep breath. No one's actively trying to piss you off and just be kind to each other and really do give people the benefit of the doubt because people are hurting and they're scared and things that they love have been taken away from them and it's hard to be a just person at this particular point, but do try. Yes. I did have my own ragey moment last week where I nearly said something on Facebook that I would have regretted and then I nearly (laughs) blocked, like just kind of muted a friend and then in the end, because it was a bit of a like what aboutism where where I was going to subject that person to some what aboutism. They were complaining because there's people who have been stood down from their jobs and they're getting paid $1,500 a fortnight to do nothing, blah, 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 blah. And I was enraged because anyone who's lost their job is in a really terrible place right now and mm. They, and he was complaining because he has a job and he has to still go to it. And oh, my God. And I was just like, I nearly oh. lost my mind. But then I was just like, you know what? That I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what his life is like right now. That um, It's going to be very, like I, I was composing, like I went for a run and was composing a lot of like, well, you know, the people who've lost their jobs, you know, probably don't. And then I was like, you know what? You just leave it. Just you yeah. don't have to say anything. And also, yeah, extend a little bit of generosity of spirit to that person because you have no idea what's going on. Maybe they are being a bit of a dick, but maybe there's something else there. And Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't think any of us benefit from, oh, what about this person? that they have, They've got it worse than you. Yeah. I think it's just the fact is everyone's – we don't we don't benefit from comparing because in Mm-mm. any situation there's people who are better off and there's people who are worse off um and we all just kind of got to take a deep breath and it's also <laughs> but, totally okay to have feelings and to be angry yes. and to want to rant about it and to use facebook as a space to have discussions about what's going on but i just ask you to tread carefully, speak lightly, try not to demonize other people when you are saying these things on Facebook. Yeah. If we can come from a place of understanding mm. or if we can't un- come from a place of understanding, then maybe don't engage, Yeah, um, <laughs> um, which is what I had to do because I didn't understand um, and I did want to kind of let rip a bit, but um, I had to, yeah, I was quite proud of myself. Maybe I should do that as my... Um, kicked ass um anyway my tip number three is to try and eat well and again like this is not easy we're all stuck at home we all want to eat our feelings um the problem with eating your feelings is it just it's something that just exacerbates itself Mm. so the more we eat our feelings the more sluggish we feel the more sluggish we feel the more we eat our feel and it just round and round we go so the same principles apply here for as as for when we were working at home, like we did the working from home tips last week. Um, just don't have stuff in your fridge if you don't want to eat it. 
um, or if you're going to feel bad about yourself for eating it. Um, is yeah, I thing. feel bad for all the new work from homers who haven't yes. learned this lesson. Like, okay, <laughs> Kelly and I went through this. We have We've gone <laughs> through the phase of when you first start working at home and you visit the fridge literally 20 times a day for the first couple of weeks. We we gained our own isolation kilos 10 years ago. It's, um, yeah, you, you, you'll get used to it after a while, but just the best thing is to just not have it in the house. Yeah, that's, you know, it sucks opening the fridge three times an hour and going, damn it, there's still nothing there. <laughs> yeah, why have those cupcakes not materialized? Um, and by all means, um, bake. But if, you know, like I I baked a cake for Mia for her birthday on Sunday. Um, and, oh, my God, like, you know, so I had, we had cake for breakfast. We had cake for morning tea. <laughs> we had cake for lunch. And then I had the, this massive sugar coma in the afternoon. Ooh. And I felt so dreadful the next day. So it was like, you know, it's good to have that reminder every so often of like, right, this is why I don't eat this stuff. So go crazy, do it, but do it for a day. See how you feel the next day um, and take your cues from what your body's telling you there. My third tip is to focus on the basics. So everyone is having an incredibly similar and an incredibly dissimilar experience right now. So some people are simply bored. Some people are broken bored. Some people are broke and flat out. Some people are on the front line. Others' lives have barely changed at all. Whatever your situation is, however stressed you are, if you just focus on food, shelter, sleep, and love, if you can cover those things, then you should be right. And I know that that sounds really quite trite and that, you know, food, food and shelter are difficult for a lot of people to get. But no matter what country you're from, where you're from, apply for whatever government support that you can possibly get. Sort out your basics as soon as you possibly can. And if you have just those, those, basic security, basic comfort, you'll be able to get through this. Don't worry about anything else. You don't need to achieve anything. You don't need to come out of this a better person. You you don't even need to help. Like if you're not in a position where you don't have the basics that you need, you do not have to worry about other people. Just lock down what it is that is going to get you through this and that's the way that we can all get through this together. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And now I feel a bit flippant with my next tip. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just take it easy and do it. (laughs) Yes, normally on the other side of this. Um, I hope it's it's Do the basics. (laughs) Create a pretty Pinterest board. (laughs) Yes. If you don't come out of this a better person and with 10 new skills, what are you even doing? (laughs) That that meme that's like you can't blame it. You can't ever blame it on a lack of time. God, that person got slammed. Um, No, my thing is to get yourself an infinity project, which is just basically the kind of thing that never ends. This is good for life to have an infinity project. Um, it kind of thing never ends that you can pick up and put down whenever. It has no finishing point, doesn't need to finish. If it does finish, that's great. Like my mum creates photo books with commentary of like every year of her life with all the pictures she's taken. And so, you know, normally my mum has a very busy life. She plays golf a lot. She's a captain of golf club and she's not playing golf anymore, which is great. I'm very proud of her because Golf courses are not closed. You can still go and play with just one other person. No, they're not because, you know, that you can socially distance on a golf course and golf is a big part of my mum's life and I'm very proud of her. Um, She's in her 60s. I have asked her to please stay home and not play golf even with one other person and she's doing it. So I'm very proud and appreciative. Yes. So which means she has a a heap of more time on her hands right now Um, and she's using it to work on her photo books. Um. 
Lots of people in the Facebook group, including me, are doing puzzles because they are a great infinity project in that they take a really long time, especially if they're difficult. Um, and they're, but they're very satisfying even when you're halfway through and they're even more satisfying when they end and then you just get another one. And, and like, I just did a jigsaw swap with one of my friends the other day because we're both puzzlers. Um, and is that what yeah, so that's beauty. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I just made that up. Uh, it's pretty lame, so it's probably something we would do. Um, but yes, you, that's the other beauty of jigsaw. Pe- you know, you could swap them around with other people. So, um, although she did look at mine and go, oh, they're a bit easy. I like mine to be a bit more challenging. <laughs> and I was like, I'm exactly the opposite. I can't stand challenging jigsaw puzzles. Like I'm like, this is my um, end of day relaxation. I do not need to be challenged by a hobby. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. By, by a casual pastime. Um, but yes, that's my fourth tip. My fourth tip is to try to laugh. So be silly, maintain your lightness, do a nudie run through the house, read your kids, read to your kids in funny voices, do silly dances, run around like idiots. Just try really hard not to let the heaviness weigh you down. Like for example, this week, Ben was changing the curtains. So we've got these curtains in Harriet's room that are just, they were here when we bought the house and they're so gross. (laughs) They're these big, black, heavy, I mean, they're great. Like they're block out and kind of thermal curtains, but we hate them so much. And Ben finally took them down and they made such a visible difference to the room that when he reached up and unhooked them from the top of the curtain holder thing and brought them down, Harriet was standing there and she goes, ooh. (laughs) And she's literally never made that noise before. And so we just (laughs) laughed until tears were streaming down our faces. And so now, because it was such a weird mundane thing, but it just like impressed her so much. She was like, that really made a difference, guys. So anytime someone in the house does something really mundane now, we just go, ooh. So that's <laughs> out. But just, you know, just dumb, silly stuff like that because I just think it's easy to – because we're all exhausted. Like we're all – well, I mean, if – we by we, I mean – the people that are working from home and have kids at home and like it's it's a it's a whole different way of doing things and you know we're tired and we don't have a lot of time but there's no point in being a giant sad sack about it and I'm trying really hard to not be too uh flippant about uh telling people to muster up positivity because yeah it's like that that's that's triggering for a lot of people and also uh, like I'm finding it hard to you know, muster up positivity because yeah. this is huge. It's it's massive. People are dying and, you know, America, I, I can't even comprehend what's happening over there right now. And that's the thing is that like try to maintain your lightness. It doesn't mean that you have to be light and happy all the time, but also try not to get bogged down in it as well. Yeah, that's right. And as you said, it's easier said than done. But if you have it in, if you have any capacity, and this is why a lot of the tips that we've been sharing today, like they feed into this. Like if you do exercise if you do um connect with other people if you it, it all helps you just be a little bit lighter um because it's something I'm very mindful of being the only adult in this house is that the kids really key off my mood so if mm. my mood is very heavy and you know oh like it takes them down very quickly so if I can maintain just it, I don't have to be happy joy joy um and I'm not um but if I just have a lightness of mood, it keeps them light as well. And then we all, it, that feeds us all. So 
Yeah. Um, And yes, my fifth and final tip is to create a group that you can share funny things with, like like a WhatsApp group or a text group or a messenger group. Um, I have one with basketball friends in it who just get the basketball things. I've got like one with my friend Alex who like we're both tennis heads and um, I just found something on Twitter this morning that just cracked me up. But I'm like, well, nobody else in this house gets this would would understand this, but I knew Alex would. So I texted it to her and we had a good little laugh between us. So do share things, you know, do kind of make the effort to share things that you think are funny with other people because um, it will just, again, it just spreads around the lightness and makes us, I've been sharing things on Facebook that I found are funny, which people might, I don't know, I've been very absent from Facebook for obviously a year, but I don't know. I feel a bit lighter. I've especially lighter now that the curve has flattened in Australia. And so things that I have found funny, I have been sharing. Um, my friend Jo um, Foster, she too has been sharing on her Instagram, like in her Instagram stories, like literally anything funny that she finds, she's been sharing it again in service to just making people laugh at a very difficult time. And there's a lot of black humor in there and we <laughs> just got to take it, just take it any way that you can get it at the moment. Um, so, yes. Um, that's my last tip. My last tip is to remember that this too shall pass. So restrictions will be around for a while, but one of these days our kids will be able to see their grandparents again and we can go to pubs and sit in the sun and drink icy cold tap beer and we can go to the movies and go to concerts. That is going to happen and it's not going to be next week. It probably might not even be at the beginning of this year. You know, it could not even be this year, but it will happen again. And if we just focus on being able to do that and think about how we will never take that for granted again again. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like there's so many things that we're never ever going to take or hopefully never take for granted. No. Again. I do look forward to that day. So next segment is our kicked our ass. And just as a reminder for if, just in case anyone is a new listener, is at the end of each show, we share one thing that kicked our ass and then one thing that we kicked ass at just for keeping it real purposes. Um, so one kicked our ass, keeps it real, kicked our ass is, um, and then kicked ass is something where we're like, you know, giving ourselves a pat on the back because often we don't do that either. And hopefully everybody too gets on board with the kicked ass um, idea themselves. So Carly, what kicked your ass this week? So I had to turn down a private client last week because he was a complete knob. Um, (laughs) I started off on a very small project for him and he gave me all this feedback on a particular paragraph saying that I had his tone all wrong and that he would never write anything like that. And that I clearly didn't read the brief. And the paragraph that he was referring to was a direct copy and paste from his own blog. So when I do, (laughs) when I do copy for clients, I do like email sequences and, you know, sales copy and that kind of stuff. And I get them to give me all their resources. And I often use chunks of their own writing because that's the best way to do it so that it still sounds like them. And that (laughs) this whole paragraph, I changed maybe like two (laughs) words and I told him so. And I was like, oh, look, this was actually directly from, from your blog. Um, so I changed one or two words here and I showed him the before and the after. And I said, oh, look, I, I don't think we can work together again. And then he came groveling back to me saying he was just trying to test me to see if I was tough enough to oh. deal with him. I didn't even respond. I was just like, bye, Philippe, not today. I just, oh. yeah, he was an utter, <laughs> utter D-bag. So yeah. Oh, and I'm it, so glad you did that. It didn't it's really, so, yeah, it, it didn't oh. kick my ass so much as I just kind of was like, no. I, don't, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. 
Especially not right now, buddy, but yeah. I never need this. I'm so glad. I'm so that's such a good example because it's so easy to get sucked into the ego of those situations yeah. of like and I, I've totally been there, done that, where someone's like, Oh, I was just testing you and you mm. passed. And I'm like, I passed the test, it's amazing. Give me a gold star and let's work together forever. Um <laughs> it's the most chaotic response ever. <laughs> and it's never ever worked out well. So I'm so glad you did that and set a very good exam- example for all our listeners. Yeah. Um <clears throat> My kicked our ass is, or kicked my ass is, I have been spending, obviously, as indicated earlier in this episode, way too much time on Twitter and going down way too many rabbit holes because I have been very diligent about researching things before I share them. Um, but then it has led to a lot of rabbit holes and also kind of takes you places where you get to see points of view that are, you know, very disparate, you know, to your own. Um, which is not a bad thing, but not a great thing for me mm. right now because it makes me despair at the world a little bit. Um, but, um, yeah, so that is kicking my ass a bit, particularly as I've kind of been doing it last thing at night before bed because that's kind of the only time yeah. of the day that I have to myself other than when I get up early in the morning. So I'm trying to get out of the habit of going down Twitter rabbit holes at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. It's not not a good pre-sleep pre, pre um, sleep. Uh, activity. No. Uh, and kicked ass this week. So mine is that I've closed my rings on my Apple Watch every day for 30 days in a row. Nice. So on Apple Watches, you've got three rings. There's a stand goal, a movement goal, and um, an active goal. And yeah, so I've been going on a 45-minute walk every single day, and it's been really, really good. I even went on the weekend in the rain with Harriet in the stroller. Aww. So and she absolutely loved it. Like we got the proper rain cover. I don't know if anyone saw this, but I did a um a Instagram post when we were in New York because we couldn't get the correct cover. Oh yes. Yeah, to yes. fit our stroller that we had. And it, it's a mountain uh it's a mountain buggy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we couldn't get the this the cover for it anywhere in New York. Like anywhere. And so we ended up going into a department store and I got those long thin plastic bags that you put um, umbrellas in and I kind of yeah. shoved one over each of her feet and it was just it was just <laughs> the the biggest hack job disaster so we bought the proper one when we got home because we were like we're going to need it and then sure enough we went into isolation practically like, <laughs> the day after it arrived and I'm so pleased that we have it because we it fits beautifully and we can take her for a proper yeah. walk when it's raining and she just loves it um yeah so my goal is to not skip a walk the entire time we're in isolation so 45 minutes every day rain hail or shine Excellent, excellent goal. Um, and I will go with an exercise themed kick ass as well. Um, because it would be really, really easy for me to skip exercise right now because I am so under the pump with work and I am feeling the pressure of trying to. I have everything comes back to me in the house, like, there's no help with meals, there's no help with you know, cleaning up, like it's all on me. And also the kids look to me for what are we doing now? What are we doing now? So it would be very easy to just go like exercise, see you later. Um, but I have been actually very diligent about making sure both the kids and I move our bodies in a meaningful way every day. Um, and I am seeing that it's having a really positive effect on on our moods and everything. So it's worth it. It's hard, I will say, getting myself to do exercise and then supervising and taking the kids for their exercise every day. Um, not high on my list of fun things to do, I will say, but it's, it is paying dividends. So I'm glad we're doing it. So yes, that's my kick to us. 
And that just about wraps it up for this episode. So don't forget that we have a Patreon page, which keeps straight and curly in your ears and covers our production costs. If you love listening to the show and you want to support it, just visit patreon.com forward slash straight and curly. And you can follow us on Instagram at Smaggle and at Kelly Exeter. And before Kelly jumps in here, I noticed today that we've got I think it's like 193 reviews. So we're so close to getting oh. to 200. So we only need, I, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but we're very, very close to 200. So if you are listening to this and you love us and haven't left us a review, <laughs> please leave us one. Cause like we've been working on getting 200 reviews cause we were, because we had to start again. So we've been aiming to yeah, get 200. Right. Yeah. So that's really cool. So if we, if, you know, seven of you could leave a review, that would be ace. Oh, awesome. Yes. And yes, do jump into the Facebook group and share your thoughts about this week's show. Tell us what your isolation situation at home is like. Tell us how you're going um, and tell us your mental health tips for being great in social isolation too. Thank you so much for listening to Straight and Curly. This week's show notes and links will be available at straightandcurly.com. And if you have any questions or weird self-improvement hacks you want us to trial, you can tweet us at Kelly Exeter or at Smaggle, or you can email us at hello at straightandcurly.com. Bye-bye.